If you've been wishing, hoping, and dreaming about taking your business from six figures to multi-six figures or multi-six figures to seven figures, then I want to make sure you get our new free guide, the multi-six and seven-figure scaling roadmap. Inside the guide, I pulled back the curtains and I shared all the strategies that I used and they can help you too. First, they can help you triple your monthly sales. I shared proven strategies with you that led to a 3x increase in my monthly sales. Second, I show you exactly how to crush your limiting beliefs. Say goodbye to doubts like, you can't charge that much and there aren't enough ideal clients for you too. Third, how to only work with ideal clients. I show you how to become the go-to expert and attract only the perfect clients and referrals. And finally, I show you how to quantum leap to $20,000 plus every single month. I show you exactly how to take a quantum leap from $8,000 per month, for example, to $20,000 a month. You can absolutely break through your upper limit barrier and enjoy five and six figure months every single month. Make 2024 your dream come true year by downloading your free guide today. Just click the link in the show notes below. Welcome to Double Your Sales Now, your resources to selling strategies, tips, and best practices to take your performance to the next level. There's no reason you can't double your sales. So let's get to it with your sales coach, Ursula Menches. Welcome to Double Your Sales Now, where you learn all the tips, mindset shifts, tools, and strategies to two times your sales in any niche. I'm your host, Ursula Minches, and I can't wait to dive into today's show. I'm super excited because you're in for a treat. I have the very cool Kateri Ruiz here today with me, and I just want to say hello and welcome to the show. Uh, Good morning, and thank you so much. It's fun to be with you. Oh my gosh, we're going to have the best conversation. So for those of you who are listening, grab your cup of coffee or your tea, grab a notepad. You're going to take lots of notes. I have a feeling this is one that you're going to want to listen to multiple times. And I just want to thank all of our listeners around the world. We see you online. You represent more than 50 countries. We're so grateful to have you with us. So thank you for listening. And somehow our listenership doubled in April. We don't know why we just thank the you know the universe like quantum whatever's happening out there it's fantastic and we're so glad to have you gathering with us and before i tell you more about kateri i want to thank our sponsor we couldn't do what we do without our sponsor in fact our sponsor connected us to our awesome guest today and so let me tell you a little bit about cheryl lightshoe do you find you have so much noise about ways to build and grow your business webinars writing great sales pages everything do you have the right brand what is your social media presence should you have a business page Ugh. if you want to grow a successful sustainable small business where do you start cheryl lightshoe's new book straight talk for smart business women critical tools to build and grow your business is a great place to stop the noise and gain your focus. You can find her book on Amazon or visit her website, www.straighttalkforsmartbusinesswomen.com. If you haven't listened to our show yet, definitely go back and listen to it. It was fantastic. I loved interviewing Cheryl. With that, let me tell you about Kateri Ruiz. She is the founder and CEO of a company called Maya. Maya was born when Kateri came to the realization that 83% of her household was female, yet she wasn't showing her four daughters a world where women had equal representation. From this realization, 
she and her husband, Jason, created their personal challenge. 83% of the things they purchased or consumed would be owned and operated by women. Failure was the result of this challenge, not one to be easily deterred. Kateri decided to create a woman-owned business directory that gave consumers free access and women-owned businesses visibility. Along the way, she partnered with Angel Roel, and together they own Maya. Kateri believes in women's equality. More importantly, she will embolden women's equity, and she will not cease until all data sets can prove it. She loves listening and connecting people and ideas that just make sense. She cares deeply for her children, for good food, for good health, good family, strong communities, and Mother Earth. She sees unlimited opportunities and dislikes all form of waste. Her goal is to embrace self-care, and she knows she sucks at it. <laughs> I am excited to have this conversation today. So let's dive in. Would you, Kateri, please start by just sharing your story? How did this all unfold for you? Why do you care so much? I mean, I know why, but tell us, you know, what's your big why about having this community of women coming together, women-owned businesses, and doing more business with women? Yeah. You know, Maya was really born because of my personal story. And it was five years ago when we were sitting on our living room floor watching a football game. I mean, a typical Sunday afternoon. And our four daughters were playing in front of us. And that was the day I realized five out of six people in my house are female. And yet, we watched all male sporting events. And that was the initial kind of realization. And then from then, my husband and I started to pay attention to the things that we brought into our home. Were they made by women, created by women, ideated by women, done in some level of holistic image of women? And slowly that turned into my, well, fine, we're going to put our money where our mouth is level challenge. And we decided that if 83% of our household was female, 83% of our household spending would go to women-led, women-owned products and services so that the things that we brought into our home were representative of our home and within our home. And when I tried to do that, when I tried to spend my money that purposefully, it was impossible. Frankly, I failed at it over and over again. And that annoyed me. So <laughs> I started looking for every list that existed and I knew I wasn't going to be the only person who had these kinds of thoughts, who realized that there is a significant benefit, there is a significant value in women's points of view and women's perspective at the highest levels of leadership so that women's perspective is present in our solutions and our products and our services. And that's how Maya started. Wow. Thank you for sharing that story. And it's always fascinating to hear how things, you know, were founded and where they came from. And it's so beautiful how, you know, your family supported you, your husband, your daughters, like all of you coming together. And so knowing like you've built this beautiful business, it's growing. I want you to go back to the beginning. When you first launched back then or any time in your career, did you have any limiting beliefs about sales or selling? And if so, can you tell us about them? Yes. Oh, good. Yeah. <laughs> we want to hear the yeah, tough stuff. <laughs> you know, business is riddled with them. So, 
You know, Maya's mission is to disrupt the status quo and to help drive a female-centric economy. So Maya is a directory of businesses in the U.S. that are 50% or more women-owned. And at its core, we will stand for gender equality and diversity at the highest levels of leadership. Maya was built on this, if you build it, they will come philosophy. So what we call women conscious consumerism hadn't been defined nor applied to the consumer space in a way that was robust enough and it could fit into our busy lives. You know, if somewhere around the 46% of consumers will self-identify as socially conscious consumers, Uh And somewhere around 45% of those believe in the empowerment and the advancement of women. So we're talking about roughly 34 million female consumers who want to spend their money with more purpose, who want to support the people and the causes that they love the most who want to do things like buy local and shop small. They want to keep their money in their communities and supporting the women that are integral to their communities. And these women, these consumers, want to spend money with businesses who already are proving gender equality at the highest levels of leadership. And so these companies, they already realize that gender equality isn't just a legal versus illegal kind of conversation. These companies already realize that there is a tremendous impact when women's perspective and when women's balance to things is present in their company's solutions, in their services, and in their products. So when women are involved equally at the highest levels of leadership, we will see a world with greater balance. Now, on some level, though, if I'm totally honest, I can have this nagging doubt about whether people are motivated enough to act in a way to spend in a way that aligns with their values. Because we are frequently barraged by and pushed this narrative that we want things quicker. We want things cheaper. We want our lives to have more convenience. And while I do believe that there is some truth in that, there are also some purchases that we make like that. So I get that. Sure. But I believe that the female consumer wants more than that. And the upcoming female consumer is demanding it. And she will go out of her way to get what she wants. And so, you know, despite the hype, only 8% of all retail sales happen online. Now, one major retailer does drive 44% of that pie, so we hear about it all the time, but it's still only 8%. 
And so while I have that nagging kind of self-doubt sometimes, like, will, you know, will people show up? Will they act in this way? Will they spend in this way? I think women want more. I think women want community. They want purpose. We want to know that our money supports the causes that we care passionately about. And we want, we spend a lot of money on our philanthropic passions. But what if we use that same lens for our household spending and for our business spending? I mean, imagine the good that we could do together. So what you're saying is maybe this was in the beginning, maybe it's now, maybe that's shifted, but was your limiting belief that you weren't sure people would buy along with their value system? And to what degree? Yeah. You know, they, and it all starts with really just one. And so, yes, that was my nagging doubt or my limiting belief was, will people show up and will they act and spend in ways that align with their values? And I believe they will. Yeah. Got it. And was there a moment in the business when, you know, you had, you reached a, a certain amount of people in the community, clients in the community or whatever you call them, where, you know, it felt like a first double in your community or something like that. And then what did you believe about sales and selling and people buying along with their values at that point? Yeah, well, because we started relatively recently, right? We just launched the searchable directory on April the 20th. And so literally day three we, after the directory went live, the second woman business owner signed up and we doubled sales. <laughs> Woo, we'll take it. And so on day four, we doubled again. And you can see the trend. When you start from zero, doubling happens, you know, repeatedly and quite quickly. I say all of that tongue in cheek because we're still so new, but that will have greater meaning very soon. You know, the metrics that I really watch the most, though, are the consumer signups and the search queries. So when consumers are signing up and saying, yep, I'm in, and they sign up for free, it is free access to them. When consumers are signing up and when they are searching for businesses, for products, for services, and those numbers are doubling and doubling on a daily basis, that's when I know that people are showing up and doing the right thing. And in this case, both women business owners and consumers have to show up to make the Maya community really work. Right. It's everybody coming together. And that makes sense. And so I know you're new. I know, you know, that it's you're building and building as fast as you can. And we're excited to support you as more and more business owners can find out about you. So let's talk about strategies. Our listeners love to hear like, what's the how behind, you know, the growth. And when you went into this, what were the strategies that you thought about using to grow? And what are you finding is really actually working to reach out to women business owners to and consumers to bring them in? Yeah, I aligning ourselves with organizations and affiliates and women's groups and all of these awesome networks of women who are already in this space. So aligning ourselves with those organizations to have the maximum reach that we can have is critical to our business. And aligning ourselves with all of the groups who support women on any kind of level from a consumer point of view is also critical. So those are key places. When I think about strategies and as it 
pertains to sales, you know, in my past, when I just concentrated on facilitating a client's buying decision and helping them solve their problems, I had significant success. And that happened in terms of sales. It happened in terms of client retention and client referrals. And at Maya, we aim to create a way for people to solve a problem that they didn't even sometimes realize was a problem for. And they didn't realize that they could act in a way that would have more purpose and would have a greater impact on their world and their community. And so a big chunk, a big piece of Maya is just around women fully embracing and understanding their economic spending power. So if women are credited with controlling somewhere around 70 to 80% of the household spending, which is valued somewhere around $11 trillion, to just make more purposeful decisions, to direct their money towards the women-owned businesses that they want to support, would have a significant impact on a problem that they realize is there and they'd like to support and help. And Maya just allows them to do that. Maya just makes those connections more possible. Mm -hmm. Got it. And I love what you shared about just helping people make decisions, you know, really solving their problem. And I'm curious, you know, we haven't, obviously there's still more men who own businesses as well. How do men get involved in your community? How can they support if they desire? Yeah, absolutely. If there are so many men who share the passion of gender equality and who also realize that when there is a balance to things, we have a better product or service or solution. And so men can sign up as consumers. And men own a lot of small to mid-sized businesses as well. And they make B2B buying decisions every day. They make B2C buying decisions every day. And to share that passion and to align their spending with their values is important. Perfect. Good. Thank you. So we know you're an expert, Katerian, many, many things. We talked about that. But I would love for you to talk about how you are able to see incongruencies in systems because so many of our entrepreneurs, you know, they're working on the selling part, sales might be happening, but then maybe things aren't going well with their systems or on the back end. So please, I'd love to hear the top two to three strategies that you teach clients or you've taught people in the past. Yeah, it is so fun to me. And it is so interesting to look at an organization and to hear it's, especially as it relates to workforce performance and people. So that's really the space that I dig the most. I am an expert at seeing the incongruencies in operating systems, not technically systems, but true operating systems, and especially its impact on workforces and people. And so, for example, when I would look at workforce performance, I would first understand strategy, and then I would understand the processes that the people use in order to push those strategies along. And then I would look at the behaviors of the people who are doing those positions to move those things along. And then I would look at the reinforcement structures, what helps people keep doing the good things that work and what keeps people from doing the things that don't work. And do all of those things line up to create 
an operating, you know, an organization that operates in a congruent way. And what I found to be the most fascinating part of the work was my ability to see the incongruencies really quickly and to be able to see, well, the reason why people aren't doing that is because you have X, Y, and Z that keeps them from doing it. And when I used my work experience, my corporate America business experience, and I was thinking about the degree to which women are significantly underrepresented at the highest levels of leadership. Women make up half of the workforce, and yet only 5% of the Fortune 500 CEOs are women. That is incongruent. We have grown accustomed to accepting such low bars too. So we sometimes celebrate the token one or two, or we are striving for 20% board representation. And that's not balanced. That is not incongruent. And it doesn't match up oftentimes with the strategy level of these large organizations. And so when you can see the incongruencies in things, I think you have the potential to envision the solutions that need to be made. And if there's anything that I would love to encourage women, it's to be brave and to speak the truths that need to be spoken. Because I believe that women have an uncanny ability to see those incongruencies. And it is in creating those solutions around those incongruencies that really change organizations and really change socioeconomic systems and really have an impact on our communities. Mm -hmm. You are definitely a disruptor in because you see the things that you want to change and you don't just look at them, you actually change them. So it's amazing. And I think your call out is for all of us to look for those incongruencies in all the systems that we're a part of or that we witness and to not just say, oh, that's not working very well. Instead, to take a step and work toward change. And so thank you for what you're up to and for the Maya community. I know at the end, you have a way that people can come and play. But before we get there, I'd love for you to speak to all of the business owners that are listening, because, you know, some might be having their best day in business. Some might be having their worst day and thinking, you know, I can't even take one more step. I just want to give up because we know we've all been there. So what would your best advice be for someone who's having that off day where they just don't even know how to move forward anymore? Haven't we all had them? Yeah. And far more frequently than I'd care to admit right. some days. <laughs> Me too. Uh, and yet women are unbelievably, business owners, entrepreneurs are unbelievably resilient. And what I marvel at is that in face of everything that does happen, that's exactly what women business owners and entrepreneurs do. They just do the next thing that needs to be done. You just do the one thing that you have to do next that moves the needle forward. And sometimes it's as simple as the next phone call, the next follow-up, the next call to your client to say thank you and how may we serve you. The next whatever it is, it is that just put one foot in front of the other type of approach that I think shows the resiliency and the amazing capacity of women. Yes, 
I love that, that we could all do just one thing today. And even if you call it a short day, that's fine. I mean, the next day after we wake up, I know it always feels a little bit brighter, a little bit better. And so for all of you that are listening, like what is just one thing that you could do today and see where that takes you? Kateri, we want to learn more about your community. I know you have a special gift potentially for some of our listeners. So tell us more. How do we get involved and what's the special gift that we can tap into? Yes. So when consumers come to our site, what makes it juicy for them, what makes it pretty for them, what makes them able to search at a level for not just product and service and location and all of those other things, but literally at a values level is when women business owners claim their premium listing. So women business owners for free can be listed on our site. And we have almost 700,000 women-owned businesses already in the directory. Yeah, I know. It's awesome. And we will hit the 11 million and counting. I promise. That is my promise. But we have what makes it cool for a consumer is when a women business owner claims her premium listing, which she can do for $100 a year. So for $100 a year, she gets to add a picture. She returns first in the search results. She gets to build out a profile. And all of that profile is all keyword searchable. So literally, a woman business owner can put in not only all the awesome things about her product and her service and every single word in that is searchable, but she also gets to include the causes that she supports. And she gets to include the certifications that she has and any of her diversity pieces so that literally as a consumer wants to spend, you know, their money, his or her money in alignment with her values, they have the ability to search in such an awesome way. So women business owners have to show up and claim that listing because that's what maximizes the functionality of the site and really gets consumers fired up about spending their money with other women business owners. And all you have to do is go to literally maya.community and we spell maya, M-A-I-A, M-A-I-A dot community. So not com, but actually the whole word community. And Maya is just an acronym. It happens to be the first initial of each of my four daughters' first names. And when a woman business owner comes into that site, she can immediately, she signs in, she can search for her own business. So if you're already in there, you will tell us that you are the owner of that particular business. And then we match credentials. We make sure that that's you. If you're not in our directory, quite simple. You just tell us that you're not there and we add you. And then you have the ability to build out your premium listing or for free, you can just confirm that your information is accurate, but we still want you as a consumer. We still want you in there and spending your money on other women owned businesses. And so today, what we would like to offer is a free membership, a free premium listing if you choose to respond or leave a comment in the comment section. So comment there and then send us a screenshot of that. And for every 10 comments that are on the podcast, we will gift one premium listing. 
Oh, I love it. So for all of our listeners, you can leave the review at iTunes. And again, this is that because you love the show, you've been listening for a while, you haven't left one yet, leave the review, take the screenshot, send it to me, I will forward it. Or you can send it to Kateri, she'll give you her contact information. We just need a screenshot and then you'll receive the gift. And so who should they email this to on your team? Yeah, they can send it to info at M-A-I-A dot community. Info at M-A-I-A dot community. But all of those links are also on the website. So it's very simple to contact us from that as well. Yes. And we want you to check it out. So go there. So for sure, go to M-A-I-A, Maya dot community. Check it out. Look for your listing. Make sure it's up there. If it's not, reach out to the team. Get that taken care of. Go to iTunes. Leave a review. Get a free listing. Be one of the first 10. Like I would just make that happen. That is such a cool offer. Kateri, I want to thank you for being here today, for all of your wisdom, and for creating this community. We love what you're up to. We love supporting you. Thank you. We want to do the same for all. Awesome. Thanks again. And for our listeners, we are so grateful for you. Definitely get over to maya.community, check it out. And thank you all for showing up. I mean, a lot of times it's just, you know, that showing up for the show, listening, maybe that'll give you the inspiration to take that next step. Some of you I know are having quantum leaps. I want to hear about them. So email me at Ursula at salescoachnow.com. Also, if you haven't yet, go to salescoachnow.com and you'll find that we have the new webinar up, The Authentic Sales Formula, an entrepreneur's guide to serving more clients without being pushy or salesy, which I know you all want. It's a $497 value. It's a one hour webinar with me. Go there, get it, come and play, listen, because I guarantee you, you're going to get a couple of nuggets that'll help you move forward in your business. So definitely grab that. Also, if you have an event coming up, I'd love to partner with you. Maybe it's a conference or a sales training session. I'm doing a lot of private events this summer and fall. So definitely come or email me at Ursula at salescoachnow.com to let me know what's going on. I'd love to come out and deliver a keynote or a couple days of sales training. Let me know how I can support you. That's it for now, everybody. Thanks for being here and make this your most epic year yet. Thank you for listening to Double Your Sales Now. To get even more information to take your sales to the next level, visit us at salescoachnow.com. That's salescoachnow.com. Join us again next week to learn how to double your sales now. Now.